0: Welcome to doing time with Joe. I'm your host Joe Baker the Crime Critic, and today I'm going to be talking about something that a lot of people don't want me to talk about, and that is how a person in prison is called a mule. I'm going to be talking about how they prepare themselves to become a mule, how they prepare themselves to be able to carry a pack inside their rectum, right? And basically, that's what they do. You know, let me let me let me be a little bit more clear when I say mule. When I talk when I say mule, I'm talking about somebody That is in prison that agrees to hide or traffic drugs for someone else inside their body, inside their rectum, okay? That's what a mule is in the system. I'm gonna be talking about how a person becomes a mule, how he preps to become a mule, right? And eventually gets to the point where he can carry a pack, whether it's bringing it back from visitation. Or, or holding that pack inside the rectum throughout the day, so that it can be hidden from uh, uh, the police that work here, right? So they can't find it. They don't put. A lot of people don't want to put it in a in the cell or hide it in some other spot. They would rather let a mule tote it all day, right? So I'm going to talk about how a person prepares to become a mule, and I'm going to put the flip on it and tell you about specifically these two gang members. That I personally know. I'm not going to put their names out there, but they belong to two different groups and how one became a move for the other and some other stuff that went along with it. So sit back and I hope that you learn something from this. Again, my goal is always to deter this lifestyle. And and to do that, I think I have to keep it real and raw and as, as the stories are. I'm not trying to Uh, water down anything i'm just gonna tell you how it is and some people like it some people don't but they always hit me back with your feedback and let me know what you think but this is for those individuals out there that think they want this life so let me just uh, run this down to you like i said before a mule is somebody that likes to hide drugs up in their body for for pay right they get paid in drugs or they get paid in money or a combination of the two right so how does a person that just comes to prison or, or, or been in prison for a while and decides that they gotta do this to make money become a mirror? First, you gotta be willing to hide a pack drugs in your body, in your rectum. That's the first criteria that you have to pass. Second, how do you get a person, <laughs> how does a person get themselves ready to do that? Because most people in the free world don't walk around with drugs up in their rectum. So what are they doing here? Basically, they start with something small. They prime them. They prime them. Now, listen to It's a process that is sickness, okay? They take some chapstick, right, or something small like that, right, and they grease it up. Now, they might do it themselves, or they'll have somebody else do it for them, right? Yes, I said it. They'll be in the room with somebody, and they'll take some chapstick, put the Vaseline on it or anything that's slippery. You know what I'm saying? Spit on it, whatever they do and then they'll stick it in the person's rectum and then they'll just twist it around until they can get it all the way up in there. Not all the way, because you don't want to go so far, you know what I'm saying, So you can't get it out, right? Don't get it twisted, I ain't never done this, so I know the details from this because it's what people have told me, so don't get it twisted, be hitting up, hit me up on no comments, talking about, dang, you sound awful familiar with that. <laughs> it's not me, people. But anyway, uh, they'll take that chapstick or something small like that and they'll push it up in the person and twist it around. Just getting them used to having something inside of their body. You feel what I'm saying? Then the next step, they'll take it and wrap it up in tape. It's usually black electric tape, and then they'll put something on it that's slippery too, and then they'll stick it up in them further, right? Now, by the, by the time, now this process is over days, right? They don't do it once, to stop them. It's over days, they keep doing this over and over until that person gets comfortable with having something in their rectum, right? So, after a while, they'll take and make the pack bigger. Put two chapsticks, three chapsticks, and it's stretching that individual out, right? Stretching that individual out so that they'll be able to handle a good-sized pack. You know, most packs are an ounce or bigger. You know what I'm saying? So, most of the guys that are starting out, they'll do a half ounce to an ounce, right? So, they'll take that and keep putting it up in them until their body is used to it and it stretches, and it can hold that. Now, here's the kicker about the two gang members. Let me just tell you this story, y'all. Now, the one gang member, I'm not going to say what gang he was in, he was a uh, young white dude. He was cool and solid dude as far as I knew, right? And he's the one that told me this story, okay? Because he was uh, pissed about what happened. He didn't know who to confide in. He felt like he could talk to me about it, this, this and that. And... You know, I really didn't give him any advice. I just listened to him. You know what I'm saying? He had to get it out, right? I never told anybody his name. I never told his brothers what he had done. And, and to this day, this is the first time I actually, you know what I'm saying, have really talked about it in detail, right? So anyway, he came to me, and the other gang member had approached him about getting some money. Both of them wanted to get money, but the one gang member had the connection to the drugs. The other gang member didn't, right? But he wanted to make some money. So he told him, if you if you mule it and bring it in for me, then I'll pay you 25% of every pack that gets brought in. That's a quarter off every pack, right? So, that's a lot of money in here. That's a lot of money. You get a you get an ounce of cocaine, You get that means you get 7 grams of it, you know what I'm saying, just for bringing it in, and you can make a whole lot of money off of that, right? And if it's something else like Suboxone or anything like that, you get 25% of whatever it is, right? So anyway, this guy is not a mule initially, so he has to go through the process that I just described to you earlier, but the other game member wanted him to be able to handle a bigger pack, so what he did, he went, he worked in the kitchen, he got two boiled eggs, right, he got two boiled eggs, and two boiled eggs, now, if you, if you, if you think about it, two boiled eggs, it's got a little weight to it, you know what I mean, not a lot, but it's got a little weight to it, right, after it's boiled, so he took these two boiled eggs, cracked them, got the shell off of them, okay, and then he wrapped them up very carefully in the black electric tape, greased it down. Now, this is after all the other processes, the chapstick and the smaller pack. He's gotten this guy spread out a little bit. So now he takes the two boiled eggs that are wrapped up It looks like a pack, and he puts it up in it, right? He does it himself. He puts it up in it, and he holds it in him. He holds it in him. And the reason he did it, because the other gang member wanted him to, when the pack comes in, he wanted him to keep the pack for him. Not hide it in the cell, because they didn't want, neither one of them wanted anybody in their respective groups to know that they were getting money. See what I'm saying? So, they kept everything on the low-low, real secret, as long as they could. It eventually came out that one of them, they were selling drugs, but they never really found out how they were getting it in. But anyway, so... He's got this pack up in him, and he's walking around, and now he's used to having that weight in him. You feel me? So eventually, he goes to visit. He brings the pack back. They break it down to get it out, and he would keep that pack up in him throughout the day and the week until everything was gone. Nobody knew that he was bringing it in for the other dude. They really didn't understand what was going on. They just knew they were getting money, so they just looked at it like they they, they come up some kind of way. Now, the one gang member that was that had to plug to the drugs, he put some bull crap in the game. He told the other brother that was in an opposite gang, the opposition, actually, and anybody that's been a part of a gang knows what I'm talking about. When I say opposition, let me explain to y'all that haven't been in the game. The opposition is, is the other group. Like, if you got Gangster Disciples, Vice Lord is the opposition. If you got Bloods, then Crips is the opposition. You see what I'm saying? All right. So, anyway these two individuals were enemies as far as the gang lifestyle but they were working together to get money so the one gang member that had to plug on the drugs he told the other gang member look if you don't let me hit and I'm going to explain that to you in a minute what that means if you don't let me hit I am going to tell your gang brothers you are bringing drugs in in your rectum for me and it scared him to death. He didn't know what to do, right? Let me break it down and tell you why he was spooked. First, let me tell you what hitting is. Hitting is basically the one dude wanted to have sex with him. You feel what I'm saying? That's how we talk about it. In here. You gonna let me hit? You gonna let me hit? That kind of stuff, right? That means he wanted to have sex with him. The one dude was like, "Nah, he he he's not with that. He ain't never done that. He ain't on that." You feel what I'm saying? That's not him. That's not him. So anyway, he's so afraid. That this dude is gonna tell on him. He tries to talk dude out of it initially. Like, man, I'm not doing that. And, and if you if you if you force me to do that, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm. He's scared. But the whole time, he knows that if he goes, no matter if he tells on him or not, if he goes to tell his gang brothers that he's bringing in drugs for the opposition in his rectum think about that for a second in his rectum if he goes and tells his brothers that he's through it doesn't matter where he goes it doesn't matter what he does you working with the opposition and you violating your body that's what they are gonna say now don't get it twisted this stuff happens all the time I'm just putting it out there to let you know this lifestyle man is a bunch of crap people don't want to say that out loud but I'm saying it out loud because of all the other things that come along with it, it's rough, man. It's not what you want. Criminal lifestyle is not what you want. But anyway, guess what happened? Dude decided that he would let dude hit. So he started having sex with him. He wasn't into that, but he was more afraid of his gang brothers finding out that he was trafficking for the opposition than he was about being compromised and and run up in by another man. He let him do it. Multiple times. Multiple times. Guess what happened? Guess what happened? I know you know. I know you know. Eventually, they got caught. Both of them. Eventually, they got caught. Both of them ended up in the hole and of course, you know, on the compound, you know, the people that run the compound, the gang members, they got connections so they can get a copy of the write-up. And the write-up was explicit about what was going on. One inmate was having sex with another inmate in room such and such on such and such day and such and such time. And a female officer is the one that caught them. Wrote both of them up, put both of them in the hole. And both of them were terrified to come back to the compound. But let me tell you what else happened. They sent both of them back to the compound. And I guess you can imagine what happened to both of them. They got their brains beat out. Because that was a no-no. Now, let me me be clear. Not to say that it doesn't happen. It just don't get publicized like that. They got caught. Because a lot of them do it. A lot of gang members do it. They just don't get caught to it. They got caught. I just wanted to drop that on you so you can get an understanding of all the things about this lifestyle that you don't hear about. All the things about the lifestyle that the people that are in it won't tell you. I'm going to tell you. Because I don't want you to choose this lifestyle. You feel me? This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe, the Crime Critic. Peace, y'all.